It's Wildy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Midnight Madness, the unfiltered haven where your voice won't be silenced and you can speak your mind without the bounds of scrutiny. This is the podcast where we keep it real. No filters, no holes barred. That's right. It's a place for the fellas and for the ladies alike. We're here to say things that the fellas want to say to their ladies and the things that the ladies want to say to their men. We're thrilled to have you with us tonight. This is more than just a podcast. It's a gathering place for all of us to come together and share our thoughts, our ideas, and our stories. It's that time when the world quiets down, and it's just you, us, and the thoughts that plague your mind. We'll laugh together, we'll vent together, but most importantly, we'll be real together. So grab your favorite beverage, get comfy, and join the crew, because here at Midnight Madness, we don't shy away from any topic. We talk about life, love, relationships, and everything in between. We know that there are things you've been itching to say, conversations you've been avoiding, and questions that you've been afraid to ask. (laughs) Well, guess what? This is the place to do it. No judgments, no taboos. We're all in this together. And together, we're going to explore the mysteries of the midnight hour, the thoughts that keep us up at night, and the conversations we've been longing to have. So what are you waiting for? Join us in on the madness. Let loose and speak your truth. Because it's Midnight Madness, the podcast where you're free to say what you got to say. Welcome to the madness, folks. Let's dive in. Bro, LeBron's been on some shit, bro. And the worst part for me was is that everybody knew it or said his body. He takes so much care of his body. How is he at age yeah. 40 doing this? Age 38, he's doing this. How is he doing this? Blah, blah, blah. You, when Barry Bob's doing that shit, y'all knew what it was. It was steroids. It was anabolic. It was what it was. Why, why LeBron different? Why y'all think this man is the king of secrets, bro? Look. There's no disrespect. Look, look here, man. All I'm going to say is this man's from Akron, Ohio, from the slums, bro. And he worked hard to get where he's at. He's very smart. He is an entrepreneur. He is an, He's one of the elitists. You don't get that way being no perfect good old guy. We done, We talked about this, man. It, the top percent don't get there being good people, bro. That persona, what they put on, it's what they got to put on. I, I cannot disagree with that. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Like, yep. to, to get close to the top, you got to do something faulty. You to get to. close to the top. Something strange. You got to change. Strange. That's the reason why they say that. That's the reason. Oh, my God. I feel bad. Like I mean, it's just in time, something had to happen, bro. Scandal-free career. I mean, like, it was just about time. Yeah, I mean, like, we just know, like, Barack Obama, nobody's squeaky clean. Like, there's there's not not a person in the world that can say, especially if you get into that top percent, Mm -hmm. that that you did it, you know, 100%. It's just impossible. Yeah. And this and this and, and, and we gotta be honest with ourselves. There's so much stuff that we're that we're allowed to do to our body now. Yes. Yes. Like in the world that like to to take care of your, of his body the way he's done it, whether he did or substances or whatever, it's a lot of money and time. And and the and the product of that was we got to watch twenty plus years of great basketball. Yep. At a high level. And not cheating people. Because everyone in the NBA is doing something to get an advantage. Like, and maybe maybe it's not, you know, but they they taking something. They working on cocktails. They got the chefs and preparing and all these different things. And 
you know, they got cryo chambers. Everybody got, everybody, people are doing things to take advantage of their bodies. And if, you know, taking a, a, a certain type of cocktail, you know, at a certain predicament while also doing all the great things that you're doing and strength training and maintaining allows you to play the game at a great level. I don't feel cheated, man. I mean, I, I guess that's the way I got to look at it. I don't feel cheated. There's, there's certain sports where I think if you're using certain things or if you're, you know, we're not even going to get into, you know, gender situation, but if there are certain ways you, I feel that people are cheated when mm -hmm. certain athletes do certain things. With this situation, yeah. no, no matter what you tell me, no matter what comes out, I don't think I I, I have felt cheated with his career at all. But what, once again, another reason why he ain't the goat. Mm. Nah, oh my, mm. I don't know, man. I don't know what That's to say. Tough. I, I like you it. killed my thought right there. Okay, so look, I'm I agree with you. I don't feel cheated at all. Actually, I don't want to believe it because. If you had told me this 10 years from now, then I would say, I mean, y'all just got to make something up. You know, you got to say something. <laughs> yeah, to discredit. Yeah. To say it now at the end of his career, it makes me feel like because this report has come out, this next season is going to be trash for him because he can't do it. He should have, yeah. they should have did it until like after he retired. But I, I don't, I don't discredit his work because. I don't think it's going to make you shoot better. I don't think it's mm -hmm. going to definitely jump, right? You're going to be stronger, still be fast. But I think his basketball IQ is what also catapulted him to the mm -hmm. top. And to stay at the top, on another note, when I think about it, I do feel like he's still put in the work. Like people think you can just take steroids or PEDs <laughs> and then you go, yes. no, they exactly. still got to work out, man. You know, you still, yeah. matter of fact, you got to, you're going to work out harder knowing that that stuff is in your body than yeah. you would do without it being in yep. your body. Um, because now you need to see the results of it. So with that being yep. the case, he still put in the work. The, the other thing that I would add to it is I just really would want to know if he did do it. And this is all speculative. But if he did, which years were that? You know, like, was it Ooh. in Miami? Because I think it was in Miami. Miami, he was a different dude, man. Yeah, he was a different yeah. man in Miami. I, I Miami, yeah. After after year one, he it was it was a different. Even I mean, year one was special, but years two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a different Some championship cycle. years, like even the yeah, one that they scary. lost in the last one. Yeah. Yeah, it was scary the way he played basketball and yep. what, what he was yep. able to do with his body and yes, his, how he the way he yeah he the way how he moved and how he imposed his will with speed mm -hmm. and grace with, with so much strength it just it it really felt like it, I think we I think you can go back and find clips a lot of people were probably saying it just felt superhuman mm -hmm. like LeBron ain't from this planet that type mm -hmm. of you know what I'm saying so yep. I, I would, if you look I at like God given talent. Too. I was just going to say I equate him in Miami to what I used to look at with Shaq in Orlando. Yeah. Conversation for most dominant ever. Yeah. Not really. I mean, just like in that time frame, like what he, because you couldn't stop him. It's mm -hmm. like regardless. And once Speed, he, once he, size, generated, strength. Once he generated jump shot too, then it was, then it was a wrap. Yep. I mean, literally the man could have averaged 60 a game.
in Miami. I mean, you just playing with two other two other all stars is no reason to. Like he was literally yeah. unstoppable. There wasn't a player in the league that could guard him one on one. No, absolutely not. No. Well, I'll, Brent, I'm gonna go a step further because if you got a really talent like Carmelo, really talented offensive player, you can't guard him one on one. I'm gonna go as far as to say, you couldn't put two guys on him. Yeah, that's a good point. And he not get what he wanted. Yeah. Because you got yeah. talented guys right now, like at the YMCA, at the rec league, one-on-one, they're just really good offensively. You can't guard them. Yeah. Two guys could not stop him. No. And the worst part is, like, or the best part is, like, it wouldn't be where like, he could take the two guys, but he would take them to a point where he would create a wide-open layup or dunk for a teammate. Hey, bro. Anyways, LeBron James is um cheating. Oh, I just feel bad, man. I don't. Oh God. And then Bronny over here, Bronny over here getting sick. Oh, what's Bronny doing? Now that that furthers the other uh, conversation. Was Bronny? Because Bronny gonna hit a little, a little, little size spurt. If you ain't notice. Well, I don't before know. before he got sick. Before he got sick, he did. Oh really? Yeah. Mass wise. Mean, he, yes, Matt. Yeah, hey, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, not height. I agree. I agree. So, so the thing is, I'm not trying to. I'm just look. I'm, I'm putting time the timeline. Bronny was getting thicker. His vertical was still growing. Like, understand, Bryce is taller. Bronny jumped way higher than Bryce. Yeah. Like they they got videos of Bronny with his head damn at the rim. Now, I know a lot yes, of sir. kids doing that now. I know. I know. That's more common. But Bronny's still short. Some of these kids that are doing that, they're already six threes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, six six, six seven. Like Bronny is that. Bryce nah. has LeBron's size, but Bronny has LeBron's athleticism. Athletic. Now, what if? Yes. I'm saying. So what? So what cocktail? What cock? Because because I'm telling you, Bronny's stuff just. Look, man, I'm not, I ain't trying to look. You know what? For one, I'm never trying to get on LeBron James' bad side. So, so I'm just going to shut the fuck up and just keep moving. <laughs> hey, no, real talk, bro. I mean, look here, man. We got a black elite. Kind of. You know what I'm saying? With him and him, him. Hey, man, look here, bro. We already hey. know that we already know kind of what kind of world we living in and that we're finding out a lot of things that we mm -hmm. thought were real. Or we thought existed, or we felt was them saying was a cover up. We find a lot of that stuff was true. We just find out a lot of things. Yeah, the things that was hidden is starting to come to light, bro. So I'm just trying to say, if if we if we get a few black people in that elite category, you know what I'm saying? I, I I'm not I'm not putting shit on them. I, I'm just not. It, it's a few. I'm not, bro. I mean, until they come out here and tell me that they over here sacrificing babies, I ain't. I don't really care. That means sound selfish. I know, man. That sounds you, selfish. You know what's funny about right. that, though? Here's the thing. What's, what's that? No, I'm, I'm, I, I hear what you're saying. Let me tell you why it's interesting, though. Ennis Cantor changed the name to Ennis Freedom. Ennis yeah, came yeah. out and started dissing LeBron, saying, you're doing all this social activism but you're not saying anything about these sweatshops in China that are making your Nike shoes. Mm. And LeBron mm. went silent on that. And then what happened to Ennis Cantor? 
He ain't right. been in the NBA since. Out the league. Yeah, he got oh, his freedom and that's it. Yeah, he got, he got yeah. his freedom. <laughs> and his yep. freedom. Got yeah, his freedom. He definitely done. got that freedom, bro. So, so you're not wrong, Brent. You're not wrong at all. I'm just telling you, man. Like, look, bro, you got to pick and choose your battles, man. Yeah, he said, and he talked about uh, all the accolades. He said 38,000 points, zero morals, zero values, zero principles, zero empathy. Mm. Dang. One bow down to China. Mm. He did do that. So China's out here doing some foul stuff. I remember that was happening going on. And uh he didn't say nothing, but he was he quick talking about stuff happening over here though. Hey man, look, it is what it is, bro. Gotta protect your interest sometimes. Gotta pick and choose your battles, man. Can't win every can't you can't win every fight. Yeah. And, and that 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 is an honest truth. Like, I know we don't want to people expect the world out of people outside of themselves. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's the craziest true. thing. Like, bro, like, like, oh, I'll I'll stand up. I'll I'll stick to my mom. Shut, man, shut your ass up. You don't do that mm-hmm. stuff at the bar when you drive home drunk. Oops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oops. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. That's why, like, like I try not to be a hypocrite sometimes. Like, so there's things that I want to see people do better at. I want because I want to see myself do better at. But I'm not finna like. There's there's a there's a certain level like I was talking about with a, a partner the other day. There's a certain level that you gotta go, that you gotta hit before I'm gonna write you off. Like I, even to my own son, like they're like I don't think people understand. Like I'm not turning my son in for nothing unless it's like Thanos level, apocalyptic. He about to end a lot of people's and generations type stuff. Like, and that, that might sound crazy, like, to some people, but, like, that's my son, bro. Like, I mean, I, I got to try to fix this. Like, I brought that into that world, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, people be always trying to, like, they look at stuff and they like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this, you got to do that. But you out here doing the worst. Mm-hmm. Every, every day. Every day. Quick to judge, bro. Like, you know what? You can have an opinion and say, hey, that's crazy. Like, I expect that out of LeBron. I know. Well, you need to go. Move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I think we are living in a world today where people are afraid to have an opinion or share their opinion, and because of that, you see more individuals doing the unbelievable. Right? It's like yeah. the envelope is being pushed way beyond, way out of control. Like, shout out to Ennis Cantor or Ennis Freedom. Um, this guy, like, number one, he changed his name. All he wanted to do was be free. And I don't know if you knew about his journey and his story, but, he, you know, he he wasn't going to be able to go back to where he was from. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this was, his, yeah. this was his last choice, pretty much. Outside of that, he would just have to, like, you know, hide out in the Dominican Republic or something like that as a seven-foot person. Not really. <laughs> right. It's not going right. trying to blend you know? in. Not, it's not <laughs> so, working, my guy. So with that being the case, he understands what it's like to have nothing. Similar to LeBron James situation coming up from Akron, Ohio. And then he's like, you know what? Forget the money. You know, I'm I'm happy with peace. And I always said this, and I don't want to change the subject so we can go back to LeBron, but I always said that I admire the individuals of religious beliefs 
that actually have discipline and sacrifice certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that resonates with you all, but you it know does. which individuals that I'm yeah. talking about. Like uh, it does. You know, some people. I have a religious belief. Some people will have it, but they can do the same thing that they would say that the heathens will do, right? Mm-hmm. And there are others that won't partake and will exercise those religious beliefs and disciplines associated with it. And that's for inner peace as well as outer peace. And I think that that's what Ennis Cantor's talking about right there. So, you know, shout out to him and I applaud him and anybody else is going to stand on that. Yeah. Your flowers. Yes. Facts. And, and I'm, I'm going to double down on something Brent said a second ago. The same challenges that exist for us calling out bad behaviors, that is why most marriages don't work because we put expectations on the other person based off of what we think they should be doing based off of what we've been trained to believe is right. The reality is it is nobody else's responsibility to make me happy, to make me whole. Those are my responsibilities. My partner, life partner that I choose is an accessory. That's it. They are here to enhance the experiences. They are here, like my wife, she don't, she, I don't expect her to make me happy. So when she don't, I'm not disappointed. I'm not angry about that because I recognize her job is I want to be a better man. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father, a better leader, a better protector, a better provider. It's because of her. That's what she brings to me. But the fact that I want to be a leader, protector, provider, good father, good husband, good man, all of the, that exists without her existing. Mm. But when you find that person, those are the qualities you should be looking for. But we're not taught how to properly vet for the person we want to spend our life with. So we generally pick somebody that ain't worth a quarter. It's based on how they look, sexually, how they please us. It's built on all of these things that can change. What can't change is the fact that I am so sufficient in these areas that if this person isn't bringing what I need in this moment, suddenly it's not a, it's not a failure. It's okay. They might be on a different part of their journey right now. I don't need you to make me happy. So whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through. Okay, cool. Let's talk about it. Now that we're on the other end of this, how much better is the experience going to be together? But that's not the way it works. We're looking for somebody to bring something to us as opposed to us bringing something to somebody else. So when you look at this goofy space with these dudes who are asking this question all the time, well, what do you bring to the table? First off, y'all are a bunch of lames, but secondarily, that's kind of a legitimate question. What are you bringing besides just your appearance and your sex that make me look at you as more qualified to be here with me right now than any other person. So I love what you said, Brent, because that's that it literally shows up. And that's why the divorce rate is what it is right now. And any challenge my wife and I have, it's based off of that premise. The expectation that you're supposed to do something that nobody told this ain't promised. Ain't nobody coming down here and say, your wife or your husband better do these things. And if they don't, you need to leave them. That wasn't the case. It's the expectations we put on another person based off of what we think from what we learned growing up or from whoever implanted the idea of what marriage looks like. Exactly. 
it's that it's that that lost piece of communication and then just mm -hmm. having having a guided journey together and understanding that th those journeys can be separate can can they can go astray a little bit but mm -hmm. they never really separate because you know it's like hey i got i have to go through this you know and yep. but I'm, we're going to communicate together because we're going through this journey together. This ain't a journey where we we sharing it with everybody else. I think that's the thing that people forget about it when I'm saying with marriage. It's literally a commitment to, to do something together. And as long as you communicate it and you're honest with that communication yes. and that feedback, you know, I think that's the main thing. Communication is that response and that feedback. Um, if those things happen appropriately, you have more successful relationships. But the problem is, Joe, like you said, is that's not what's being shown on television. That's not what these kids are growing up seeing now. Yeah. Some of us, you know, that grew up in more, I guess, maybe kind of open religious homes, maybe have kind of have that kind of background. We kind of mm -hmm. see it, or we've seen different levels of 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 of, of marriages with that type of uh I don't want to say dichotomy, but that type of structure. And yeah. um and we've watched them work, fail, and we've been able to kind of create this mindset, which I think is a very strong mindset. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm a, I'm a divorced man, you know. But through that divorce, I've learned so much in my new relationship, you mm -hmm. know, which we've been going now almost five years. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think I think we're on to something, man. But I think we got to find a way to share it, um, yes. not just through this podcast, but like you know. Like that needs that that idea. If anybody hears this, pick it up and put it in film. Like really show what a marriage can and should be. Mm -hmm. It's trials. It's hard. It's it's but it's also amazing. And it's really that that lifelong partnership that you can build with somebody that can really transcend time, um, generations. You know, uh, nice. you can really see like. I mean, everybody got that big or hear a story about somebody they know that got a big mama and 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 and, and, and a grandpapa. And that's like how many years ago, you know what I'm saying, that created this family, that created this wonderful generation of this of the Johnsons and whatever. Like that's yeah. you know, I mean that if that ain't your goal, bro, like when you get married with somebody, I mean, and it's like you said, it's like I'm happy with myself. You know, I know what I who I am, and I'm choosing you because you know. I like what I, I'm saying, what I see, not just the physical thing, but like who you are, where you want to go. And we're, I I know that life has us on a, on a, on a path set together. So I want to make that into this thing, you know, and, and that person agrees, that person feels the same way. You, be, you, you have a, a true love, you have a true yes. friendship and communication and partnership. So when, when, when you go through those trials, you know, that part of that journey, you know, it's like, Hey, do you make it happen? You got this. I, I got you. Don't worry about it. And and y'all can talk about stuff that known people can't. Like I tell you right now, if you can't, if you if you hold secrets about your friends from your spouse, man, like there's certain things I think that a man should and a woman should hold to themselves about their best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and it's not. It's just it's a, it's a trust and sacred thing. But like basic little shit, bro. Like if y'all don't share stuff because you like. Like that—that that should be your homie. That should be like you, to a certain degree. I feel. Yes. I don't know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like. I shouldn't have a burden that I that I can't share to my wife and know without without a shadow of a doubt that this is a bond and a trust. Like, ain't no Kevin Hart stuff. She ain't gonna break it out during dinner 
You know what I'm right. saying? She's mad one day. Like that's never right. going to happen. And if you're choosing somebody that you can't say that about, you gotta. It's now you 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 made a choice. You might have made a bad choice. Yep. Yeah, you know, but people got people got to people got to make those bad choices. We got to get some of the people off the, off the market. Yeah, got to live. So real quick, I want to say this. So Sam Family LLC stands for Share a Moment. That is the business my wife and I have. It's about five, six years old now. It is 100% dedicated to this conversation. When my wife and I got married, we realized real quick, nobody prepped us for what marriage really looks like. They gave us all the fluff, but they didn't give us the inside scoop. And because of that, we were like, man, other people got to be going through some of the same stuff too. Our very first marriage retreat, what we realized is, oh my God, I'm not alone. I'm listening to all these brothers talk. She listened to all these women talk. And we're like, this is what I've been trying to tell you. We're both kind of hearing them and looking at each other with our arms crossed like, yeah, yeah, I, I told you. This is what I said. And the beauty of that is not necessarily that you're throwing something back in your spouse's face, but you stop feeling like you're traversing this journey alone. And when you don't feel like you're in it by yourself, you're less likely to want to check out. So conflict resolution became the number one skill that I wanted to start teaching on. So number one, I'm not telling you how to have a great marriage because I can't, because I still got issues in my marriage. What I can tell you as an individual, this is what my experience has been. So if I can share with you that sometimes you need to step out of this situation and evaluate it over here and we get caught up in this alpha and this beta stuff that's that's ridiculous because there's so many other personality types joel don't want to be an alpha my job my goal is not to step in a room and everybody stop and look at me i don't want you to look at me i want to fade into the background so for me, I'm more of a sigma. I'm the, the dude who sits back in the background. I watch, I pay attention. I don't react. I respond after I've had a chance to think about it. I'm very stoic. You're not going to get an emotional rise out of me. I'm going to wait till I have all the information I need to make an informed decision and move forward applicably. Joel is a vampire, so, yo. I might be. He, he is a vampire. Low key. Although werewolves are kind of cool too, I'm I'm kind of torn. But I've seen too many movies with vampires doing some weirdo stuff like Twilight, hey, so I, I might I, be out on them. I'm I am not trying to change the subject, but you gotta be honest, bro. Werewolves are dope. Super. And, and I'm saying, super and, dope. And and then you, I mean, and you have this cool, free, like nature kind of animalistic life. You know you. You, you progress. I don't got to live 160 and 500 years. That's a whole. Who want to be here that long, bro? Mm -hmm. I've been here 42. I'm ready to check out sometime in the next 10. <laughs> Man, <laughs> stop saying that because them 10 come. You're going to be like, ah, I'll take 10. More. <laughs> right, I ain't ready. I ain't ready. Hey, I ain't ready. Let me get 50. Let me get 50. <laughs> Hey man, man, I ain't mean to be a hijack, bro. I, I ain't had nobody to share that that world of conversation with in a long time, man. People Listen, like bro, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, sorry, I'm I'm gonna go there with you for a minute. I've thought about it for years, 
And as cool as some of the vampire skills, traits, abilities are, man, I ain't trying to sleep in the daytime. <laughs> I'm a day person too, bro. That's the worst person. part. I'm Let a day person. When other people out and about. Yeah, don't cap. Like, I ain't trying to, like, I was telling, like, Wayne don't believe me. Like, I will literally go to bed at 3 a.m. and be up by 6.30. Oof. Like, it, it's in That's my body. Tough. I don't know what it is. I might take a nap during the day, like, you know, like midday for a couple of hours, but then I'm up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Um, And it's just weird. You know, like, I couldn't even imagine just sleeping all day and then having just a nightlife. Bruh, I see. I'm with you on. Hey, listen. No. The other Banks part ain't is, open that night. That too. The other part is, though, I can't even come in your house unless you invite me. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's wild. Come on, bro. Just, just what if I got that out there? What, what if you What if you hold on to my shit? I need to get my. Right. What if the, What is the situation? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, I'm stuck you outside. Control. You got too much got control. Too much control huh? I don't want you to have much control. Oh, no, man. Come on, garlic. That's ridiculous. Garlic. I love garlic. I put garlic on in almost every meal. I made some uh, grits the other day with some sauces, <laughs> mandoos, garlic that thing up. Garlic, <laughs> Come on. some water, some on, sunlight, man. and I'm done? Oh, nah, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. You know, we nah. melanin. Man. See, that's the thing. I think if black people were vampires, we could walk in the daylight because of our dark-ass skin. Mm. No cap. I, I, and I was like, this is I got, like, like black people would be able to walk in the daylight because they want bro. Like Blade, so I'm saying, everybody's like, why you can, why he can, because he's a black vampire and he cool. That's why, right? He got I'm a cool factor. You yeah, ain't got the, the darker you are, the longer you can stay in the sun. So me, I'm good. <laughs> Dwayne, you buy, you got half the time. Joe, I don't know how light skinned is, dark skinned you is, but you know. oh man, we the same complexion, bro. Oh, we good, brother. We good. Hey, Wayne, you struggle. Hey, man, man, what you, you mean, can't... man? <clears throat> I, well, you know, I get, actually get sunburned, so it's it's uh, embarrassing to say, but I get sunburned, man. And that's why you wouldn't be able to last long in the sun as being a black man. Maybe no that's the reason why I'd be a werewolf. I wouldn't be oh, a vampire. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. Hey, look here, bro. Wayne, I, I want to know what? Why would you want to be a werewolf? When I was a little kid, I always wanted to be Teen Wolf. I was hoping one day that I wake up and I would be Teen Michael J. Fox. Straight up, bro. I that's, was like, "That's real." I'm, that's real. <laughs> hey, man. hey, that's facts, bro. Teen Wolf, man, it did hey, it for me. He, hey, he was the guy, man. He was. He was. Hey, even sir, though he had the hands. Hey, mm -hmm. but he could hoop though. He could, <laughs> he could hoop. <laughs> Bro, that was Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan. Facts. <laughs> but hey, check this out. For me, for me, um, I looked at it this way too. Like vampires, they need to drink some blood. And they can do like animal blood and stuff like that, but it don't really they don't really like that. Yeah, with a werewolf, too. just eat animal. People mm -hmm. eat animal all the time. All the time. So that's bro. when I'm like, I ain't gotta eat people to survive. No. Oh, that's way better. Bruh. You can go buy you a rack of lamb. Easy. Don't even got to cook it. You can season yep. it up, put it on the grill for 10 seconds each side. 
It's yep. bloody and perfect and got a good yep. flavor and bro. Marinate that month. Be, be happy. Yep. Vampire, you gotta you gotta go chase somebody down, go uh-huh. rob a bank, uh, a blood bank. That's too much bread, work, bro. Am I trying to do Facts. all that? I can just go to the corner store, go to the butcher, man, get a good relationship with the cat, get the get the fresh meat. Shit. Go yep. buy me a couple of cows. Yep. Raise them things. You know yep. what I'm saying? Feed them that good grain. Bro, come on, man. It's, hey, I'm with you, man. You know, this vampire thing is overrated. Facts. But you know they you know they found one just recently. I saw it. Man, what you talking about, bro? Bro, I don't know if it's real or not, bro. I'm just telling you, I, I saved the video. <laughs> Hey, dude, they look. They you know they've been digging in Antarctica. They've been doing all kind of stuff. The polar cap caps. I don't know. It was I think it was in Peru or something. And they uh found a uh, what it, what looks to be because a a decayed vampire body, and it was chained to this like some kind of masonry old. And I don't know, man. I saw and I see a little video, and it was like, yo, this is. It's like don't talk about it, and I don't uh, know. Man. I'm gonna need you to share that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna do some more research, bro. I, I, I saw it, and I got a little nervous. I ain't gonna lie. If we talking, we got vampires in the world, and then and, and we not, the, we not the the apex predator no more. Uh, I'm not built like Blade. Right. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I, I, right. I, I'm moving I to last. My sword skills. No, I, I haven't, and my son got one upstairs too. I ain't even gonna lie. My little man got one in his bedroom, and I'm, I just, you know, Dwayne, know, I used to watch Highlander all the time. Duncan McLeod. What you know about Highlander, Play, though? Duncan McLeod from Clan McLeod, bro. Man, listen. Yeah. And I got dreads. I'm going to make that into a ponytail. Let's go. Okay. Speaking of Highlander, though, speaking of Highlander, I'm going to bring it back to LeBron James real quick. How come when it's the goat talk? We always take the Highlander approach. Mm. Like, why is it that there can only be one? Right. That is the greatest of all time. Not the greatest is but think of about all that, time. Right? So what's all time? Of all time, the time since the time since the time it started. So okay. the, the 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 greatest car. What's the goat of all cars? Everybody's gonna have an opinion, you know. But you know. Okay, I'm, that's my point right there. And then, so my grandpa is gonna have a different opinion than my dad is gonna have yeah. a different opinion than me. Mm-hmm. And, and I you're think, from your son. Yeah. So with that. That's what I'm thinking about with the whole, I mean, and I'm not just saying basketball, but I do feel like we have that approach of Highlander a lot, you know, where there can only be one. Joe, we talked about it, right? um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get the name of it too, the actual episode, but we definitely talked about it to where we have that type of approach where even in rooms, some people start to feel threatened. Matter of fact, LeBron James. What? Did you say what? I was I was wondering if it was a code switching episode, but go ahead. I'm trying to think about. I cannot remember off the top of my head, but I'm actually I'm gonna look it up. Um, but I remember LeBron James. Somebody asked him. They said, uh, you know, who, who's somebody that you're looking at or somebody that you're jealous of right now? He said, I'll go ahead and tell you right now. It's Steph Curry. 
you know, because Steph Curry was getting a lot of attention at the time. He was like on his on his rise, and you know, LeBron James kind of called that piece out. I think it was drinking the Kool Aid, bro. <laughs> I think it was drinking the Kool Aid. I sure. think so. Yeah. I think so. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, but with that, we always have this approach, like for Highlander, and I understand it, but. I'm going to respect your GOAT. I think that, you know, who you have as your GOAT is totally because of how this person appealed to you. Just like we had the werewolf and the vampire conversation. And I'm like, you know, Teen Wolf was it for me. You know, like when I watched that, I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. if I could do anything right now as a little kid, I don't care about anything right now. Turn me into a wolf. I'll deal with all the hair. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm going to have these powers. I'm going to be able to dunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> on oh, everybody, bro. You know, I'm going to be able to stand on cars while they're riding, you know, all right. Yeah. You know, so it was just, uh, just a thought that I was thinking about. You know? No, it's a good, it's a good one though, because if you think about it, digging in just a l- little bit deeper, a layer deeper, that's how. I'll be honest with you, I stopped getting into sports debates for this very reason, because I realized it's all about who resonates with you most. Mm -hmm. So I graduated high school in 98. Kobe got drafted in 97. So that means I literally grew up with Kobe. So I'm also from Detroit. So why would Michael Jordan ever be my GOAT if he's going up against my bad boy Pistons? He wouldn't be. Yeah. I was more of a Dominique Wilkins fan than I was a Michael Jordan fan. And then I grew up with Kobe. So Kobe was my favorite player. So for me, it'll never be Jordan as the greatest NBA player of all time. But if yeah. you go back generations before me, they'll look, hey, Dr. J was the greatest player of all time. Magic Johnson or whomever else, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, yeah. whoever they name. So that's why I stopped getting into that conversation because I recognize that everybody's a little different. Things resonate with us differently. So how things, I'm more curious to know why something resonates with you the way that it does. Why is Dr. J your goat? And if you tell me, man, like his cultural influence on the game and on outside of the game as well was significant. I'm like, I I rock with that. Or Magic and Bird, the way they were able to keep the NBA alive during the the crack and the cocaine and the the alcohol era, man, they did that. I'm like, respect. So I'm able to respect people's perspectives on why they love what they love, but I I just can't get into the argument. So, Dwayne, we were talking about this the other day, even like kind of comparing players like a T-Mac and a Kobe. For me, there's never going to be a comparison there, but there may be some comparisons with some other players I can make, but that doesn't mean if somebody's like, man, T-Mac was my favorite player over Kobe, I won't argue with you. I'm not going to be like, man, you're tripping. I'm going to just chill. The other thing, last thing I'll say is what I noticed about black men, and I've been one for 43, almost 44 years now. We are the expert on all things. Sports, Guns, fighting, getting women, and just basic street knowledge. 
So you will never have a conversation where somebody concedes and be like, you know what? I hadn't thought about that perspective before. You're right. Well, let me not say never. Yeah, well, how about saying yeah, it's highly yeah, unlikely. It's highly unlikely you'll get there. It's it's possibility, but in my experience, go to your local barber shop. That's all you gotta do. And I, think I think times are changing, Joe. I think times are changing. I was at the barbershop the other day and I was like, oh, y'all just as crazy as you were <laughs> 10 years ago. I mean, you're probably <laughs> right, man. I, I think it's, I look at it more as people just are passionate about what they believe in with sport, with, with the, within those topics, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, I, so. I was gonna say when you said you know somebody said their favorite player or their their goat is T Mac or they their goat is Magic and I'm saying yeah you can, you can have your goat you can still be wrong. That's true. You can still be wrong about who the greatest of all time is. You know what I'm saying? But in the end, man, it's it's good for debate. Yeah. And the fact the fact that the fact that I think and, and any player, and I think they've all said it. I think it's 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 the one truth that they've all said. To be in the conversation is enough. Means that you are a goat. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's so like when we said, like Facts. greatest of all time. Like I really do mean that. Like it doesn't train. There isn't a. It's, it's not an era or every decade. It, there's a. There's a greatest of all time, but it's like it's like Ti. Uh, Ti was saying with a uh, king, you know, or like uh, Pimp C was saying, ain't, ain't just one king of the south. You know, we all kings. So, um, or like there's multiple kings. So like there's multiple goats, man. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, yep. you can't, it can't just be one. Like this isn't, this isn't, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything. I'm trying to think of something. The whole time y'all were talking, I was listening, of course, but I'm also trying to think of like, what is there? It's like a one thing you can say, no, this is, this has a goat, like goat vehicle, goat house, goat, goat mm -hmm. company, goat, goat idea, goat. Like there's, there's, it's so many rapper yeah this it doesn't like it doesn't you can't um but you can have people in the conversation and to be in that conversation have a have a legitimate following of people that you know also agree because you know part of something being legit is having you know consensus to a certain to a certain level right especially yeah. when we're dealing with hypotheticals so you know having a consensus and having multiple people who have that that same process thought process to say hey this person is a goat you know that solidifies you as a goat in my eyes i think that yeah. should be what people really in their heart when they look think about the conversation of goat to make it an end all like hey look you know we having a good conversation about this it has to be that has to be the mindset now somebody come out here and say you know isaiah thomas is their goat let's go to the greatest of all time like i mean you it, it may be only people from detroit and from his block and his family that say that. And they are wrong. The greatest, I think. greatest point guard is a conversation, though. Facts. I was trying to find it. Like, he, no cap. Somebody else was talking about that at a little little, little spot I was at. And it was it was rough because I don't like Isaiah, but I like him. What about, what about Chris Paul? You put Man. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't, I'm trying to cuss as much on this podcast. <laughs> say what you want to say, especially with Chris Paul. State Farm, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, bro. Like real talk, bro. I just can't. That dude, man. Every time I just, it's so much about him, bro. Like I just can't wait to it really come out about the his character and the kind of person he is because 
I've always had this uh weird feeling about him. And I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay, I'm about to say this shit to his face, bro. I don't know you. But like I, I my dad blessed me with dis- discerning of spirits when I when I was born. I know you got some foul ass nigga shit in your heart, bro. Like real talk, dog. You might be a good dad, and you know what I'm saying, take care of your kids, but you got some foul ass nigga shit in your heart. I can just see it in your eyes. And I done heard some stories about you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got dirt on you, doggy. I got dirt on you, doggy. Hey. <laughs> hey. Back to camera, bro. I'll like, tell you real what talk. I say though. I say, like, I actually think Chris Paul is a good person. I don't like Chris Paul the player. I don't like his commercials. So his commercials in the way he walk. Let me tell you why why I say that. I think what he stands for, I mean, we talked about this. There's nobody that's going to be close to elite status, elite status that's not flawed. So I totally agree with that. But I I think his overall objective is in the right place. As a player, I don't think that he's been able to contribute to a winning team. I'm talking about championship winning team. So mm-hmm. for that, I've, I fault him as far as people putting him in that point God type of label. What did what did you what did you say? He hasn't contributed to a championship winning ch- team. Yes, because he hasn't won a championship. There you he go. Tr- he just like bro, like we gotta stop with this Chris Paul. Like yeah, point God mentality. He's ever since he got cooked by Steph Curry, bro, and fell. I, that was a moment for me. I was just like, oh, nope. You lost that shit. Well, I, I mean, if you I remember think, that moment when he got you know, cooked by Steph Curry on the baseline. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> so, I mean, I, nobody will ever forget it. But I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I think as a player, um, now he's made some changes with his diet. Now, don't get me wrong. I think he's a great point guard, and I respect him for being undersized in today's game and still going out there and contributing. I think from a reliability standpoint, and every team he's been on has been better, has gotten better. I'll say Mm -hmm. that too. Um, But when you look at it. But when they need him, Dwayne. Yeah, there you go. And even I do feel like he's been on teams where he he reminds me. Let me tell you what he reminds me of. Scottie Pippen with the Houston Rockets. Scottie Pippen with – with Portland, uh, Portland Trailblazers. Portland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Portland, uh, at, at Portland, it was Scottie Pippen versus Kobe, young Kobe. And Kobe was giving it to him. And hey. Pippen couldn't do nothing, but Pippen, Pippen had to get gangster, though. He tried to get gangster. He's like, Pippen, we ain't seen you get gangster your whole career. What you getting gangster for? Because this young puck giving it to you. Yeah. So, so from my perspective, that's what I look at Chris Paul as. Like, once he realized that he didn't have the skills to compete at that level anymore, he started turning into that type of player to where he's more like a menace out there or sinister instead of like, I don't know, maybe he's just a coach. I'm just being real. Like that's probably what he is. He's like a player coach at this point in time. But I mean, he's played for a Mm -hmm. long time. So um, he's had a good career. I'm not going down any Hall of Fame career. I just don't think, you know. Is a... Mark Jackson, the Hall of Fame, right? Mm, so, no, bro. no, he's not. I think they would have took him out the Hall of Fame because of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, man, but 
it's the reason why he's not coaching anymore. And it's actually what we talked about a little bit earlier, Joe. The, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What he, I mean, his, his religious beliefs, what he stand for, yep. and what he spoke up against. They had to get him up out of there. Yep. And yeah. he's been shadow banned gone. since then. Yeah. He's been gone. So, real quick, though, um, about Scotty getting gangster. Scotty should have took some time to get gangster against his ex. Bruh, that's, that's, that's another conversation. No, that's no, we gonna jump right into that. I mean, all the time we got left. No, bro. Hey, there's a lot of foul stuff going on in the male community that I'm yeah. seeing. Like you, I, I, I look, man. Maybe the game has changed. There's a certain thing you just didn't do. As a young man, I don't care how you feel, bro. That's your pops, old. Multiple year teammate Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. They are tied together for life. Yep. That the name Jordan. The next name is Pippin. Pippin, synonymous. Like you don't say Pippin without saying Jordan. Like let's let's stop acting like like Scotty don't get his like we're giving you your flowers, bro. But but Joe nice. lady, she's ripping them shits from the stem. Bruh. Well, that shit his, hurt my heart, she bro. She got his pension. She got his little 401k. But she got everything, bro. She got everything, bro. She got but, everything, but, bro. Yeah, I don't know what he, point. he probably deserved it, but damn, bro, not like this. Not with the not with the the mini Jordan. Well, 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 to your point, Brent, this is where you can see a clear and obvious delineation from era or generation to generation because the generation we grew up in like i said i'll be 44 in december the generation i was a part of if your homie had a girl you ain't mess with that girl forever she's off limits and and it wasn't that's little sis yeah it wasn't even a problem it's like that's just what it was so for you to know my father well, my father's homie used to mess with this chick. She changed my diapers at some point. That's how long mm. she'd been around. My father and his homie, well, old homie, are now beefing. I'm going to go ahead and mess with my father's homie, even though they beefing about this girl. I'm going to mess with the girl that they talk. You get what I'm saying? Bro, to me, I get it, bro. that's weirdo stuff. You know what, though? It, it's just different generations. I- it is, but I'm going to tell you, and I think people have always credited me on this. I'm going to go ahead and give myself my flowers, drop some roses on me. Um, I've always been able to change with the times, bro. And honestly, there's certain things that I can understand. These, I'm going to say it, these niggas don't care. They just, yeah. they they different, bro. And you, you got to understand that. And you got to like, I mean, it's almost like, Charge it to the game. I get the game has changed. I what what, what I'm gonna say? Like what's Scotty gonna say, bro? Like Scotty Pippen can go out there and pull some things. He still got money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what you gonna say, bro? Like this, this it is what it is. Yeah, I can sit here and be butt hurt. People can laugh about it, or I can go out here and live my life like we was talking about. I just got we got to do our thing. I feel bad for my man. It look it look it look insane. It look crazy. That, it looked crazy. Like, if I was Mike, if that was Braden, bro, I'd slap him around, dog. Like, no, Facts. 
no cap, bro. I, I had to, I had to like, I grabbed my son up, bro. Like, what the fuck you doing, man? Like, you make you, like, you making our name look bad right now, bro. We're like, mm -hmm. don't be doing no stupid shit like this. Mm -hmm. Come on, bro. One, she ain't even that bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, she no, I'm, I mean, that's what too. I was. That's what I would say as a father. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I'm not saying like as a grown ass man. Of course, she's beautiful as you know in her her beautiful age and her her wisdom. She but, can get it. Let's say that. Yeah, I mean, if I was if I was single, yeah, baby, if you ever watch this clip, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Girl, he's Michael Jordan's son. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He can pull so much. She MJ got too. a bad young thing, bro. What you doing with this old ass? Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. let me, bro. You know what? Hey, real talk. Michael Jordan ain't, ain't one of the elites no more. I heard. I heard he. I heard he lost his uh his uh, majority stuff in the in in in, in the Bobcats or whatever they call he it. He sold it. He sold it. He sold it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard. He, I heard he was losing money. That's why he had to sell it. I heard he got screwed. I, <laughs> I read the article. I don't know how true it is. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I ain't scared to talk crazy about Mike. Mike and Mike well, don't want these problems, bro. You should have go. the message from a, a good friend. Well, hold on. Let me say this. Number one, for 49 years old, Larson Pippen looks great. Mm -hmm. 49 years old, she's doing her thing. Now, keep in mind, too, of course, any image that you look at her is not going to be the one that you see first thing in the morning. But right. Not at 6 a.m.? Yeah. For, for 49 years old, shout out to her. Um, on another note, to to the point that we called out, he's Michael Jordan's son. He can do a, a lot more. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other element to it, and as far as what I just said, was I received a message from a good friend that said, "If you look, Michael Jordan don't wear no glasses. That's Horace Grant's son." I'm just letting mm. you know that. I don't know. And it's like, that's the real. And Horace Grant hate all the bulls. <laughs> that's true. He does <laughs> do hate the bulls. Like a that's true. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know what happened. With the, man, you know what, bro? Don't say that, man. That's wild, though. Because hey, Horace that's bigger why, than MJ, so you yeah, would think. Hey. And, and. Michael don't want them problems. Horace and Harvey have sons that played in the NBA. Jeremy mm -hmm. Grant, who's currently in the NBA, yeah. is Harvey's son. And uh, Jerry and Grant is Horace's son. He had a stint about three, three to five years in the NBA, but he's out right now. So both of them, the twins, have sons that played NBA basketball. So all Man. that's interesting. Man, it's ridiculous. That's what happens, bro, when you live in that kind of crazy lifestyle. Everybody Facts. out here messing with everybody, mama. No, nah, chill. Eat with your partner, bro. Do that. And I heard Gilbert Arenas Man, this say something about why guys kind of recycle the same women. He said for him, when he saw a guy that was messing with a woman and she wasn't putting that dude's business in the street, it made it easier for him to mess with her. Because you can imagine on that level, the one thing you don't want is for the woman you're messing with, like Zion and the porn stars, to be consistently blasting you. Bro, she so, killing the bag, bro. Oh my gosh. She's absolutely. killing the bag. What are you doing? Like you, that's why hoes. Oh my God. Mm. Here we go. There mm. we go. 
Let it ride, bro. Let it ride. We're here now. Hey, hey, look here, man. This is this is this is the patriarchy in me, bro. I don't care. That's why hoes need coaching, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, she needs an older, an older, you know what I'm saying, female or or or, or a homie or somebody like just to give her a nudge, like, yo, you got a nice little bag here to set up you and your kid. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta do nothing crazy. Ride this out, play this wave. Because the minute you start doing what you're doing, you're messing up his money. His money messes up your family's money. You know it's yeah. the word I said, your family. Mm-hmm. I didn't say your money. Your family. Because that means you and your kid and whatever children you have on and whatever else, whoever you need to help out in your life, that you can benefit, that you can use this money that you're going to inherit. Mostly. The way that oh, she yeah. is flipping out about Zion, those groupies during All-Star Weekend, those men going, going to the game. They're going, they going crazy right now. Like, man, hey, look, what you got going on? Because obviously. On the court, too, though. On the court, too, bro. He a bigger target. What do you think he going to be hearing every game? Look what happened to Jordan Poole, bro. He got knocked out by his own teammate. He went to social media, and everybody was just talking just about a knockout. Now you talking about your baby mama. And she putting all your business out there. Nah, that isn't his it. baby mom, man. She's mad because he has a kid on the way, or maybe just had whatever a kid, it is. And man. she didn't get pregnant. By it wasn't him. hers. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So, but your baby mama got to hear that shit. You out here fucking strippers? She got sex tapes. Yeah. Come on, porn stars and strippers. Hey, Look man. here, man. He got Look, a type. You can you you can repent. And stand before the Lord, depending on your religious <laughs> beliefs. And depending on your religious belief, like I said, bro, there's some people. Yeah, you right, bro. That, that, there's, there's discipline associated yeah, with right. their beliefs. Let me, let me double and there's up. some where you can you can rock with the heathens, man. So all I'm saying is, hey, I ain't trying to switch the subject again, but even Kurt Franklin said that he didn't live that lifestyle to the point where he used to have them do it the scenes in his house. Mm-hmm. Come so on, he can watch. You dig? That's so what I'm saying. saying. It's a, it's a, that's that porn, what... that porn life, crazy, bro. Hey, I got off porn for a minute too. I you just back on it? You be... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit, bad, bro. I, hey, I was off for about a good. Hey, no cap. It was, a, it was probably about a good three to maybe almost four months, bro. I was just like, man, I don't need this shit. Me and my girl, like, I mean, it's like I'm mean, trying to get purse. Man, we miss midnight, man. Look, if she not giving it out. I wasn't even in, I was just like, I was almost in like, I was in, in a good space. I was like, I'm trying to figure out my next move. I'm trying to get school going. I'm I'm trying, I'm smoking. I'm just, I'm writing a lot, getting my thoughts out. I'm like, man, giving up porn is great. I don't know what happened, bro. You, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I got well, sucked let back me, in. Let me say this, Brent. Let me say this. Vortex. What's interesting about what you're saying is the challenge generally is that men will go find another option. I'm going to say this, and it's controversial. I think a man who would refer to porn versus another person is a better option. Hell yeah. It's not that they're done with you. They just know that for whatever reason, this ain't where y'all at right now, so they're going to use this as an option. 
brother, 100%. I agree with you. Yes. And, and women need to understand that. It's not that I am not attracted or wanting you. For whatever reason, we are not doing this on a regular basis that is feeding my, my physical need right now. I am mm -hmm. trying. Hopefully, I'm trying. Right? That's important. Because if, if, if as a man, you are losing attraction for your lady, you need to co communicate that very clearly. You need to figure out why that is. If it is porn, move away from that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just keeping it 100. But if, mm -hmm. if, like, our, if our vibe is off for whatever reason, I still love you. You still my baby. Our, our relationship is not, is not based off of sex and sex alone. That's a portion of it. Hopefully, it's great sex. You know what I'm saying? If in your whatever relationship it is. But for, for me, whoever I'm with, like how I choose my partner, sex is just a portion of it. If mm -hmm. that's out of the window for whatever case, man, look. The best part for me is I understand what I got at home. I know that me going out to, to complete a need is arbitrary. Yeah. It's a waste of my time. Mm -hmm. Because that same need that I'm feeling is only physical, which I can find freely. Anywhere. Freely, gentlemen. Only yes, fans sir. is for fools. Paying a subscription monthly <laughs> is for idiots. It's free. Pornhub, Tube 8, Tube Galore are a few. That's just Brother, three. Please stop. Please stop, okay? <laughs> we don't have no sponsors, and I hate for our first one. I mean, I would love a sponsor to come through, but if those three hit me up, man, good you Lord. I'm, I, did, I, I mean, you saying something. Hey, look, just bleep them out. No, I'm not. Right. I'm not going to bleep them out. Some people need this knowledge. But, but um, we have to be honest. It's like there are free things that you can use to get that 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes you to do your thing, release, and go back to focusing on your lady, bro. Just having a conversation, talking about how they were. question. How do you know all of those, though? That's like funny. I, <laughs> I mean, I really like, you know, you might stumble hey. up on something, but like, shoot, you're like, you did some research, bro. <laughs> First of all, I got a 17-year-old son, and, and there are certain things that I will not talk about with his lifestyle. That me and his mother have had to communicate about. And that's what I'm trying to. I, I stress on this. It's free. And these are some sites. Which I said. and See how I remix that right quick. Got a 15 year old. <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying. I'm with you. He's, that you can use. To don't use your debit card. That you work all your hard money for OnlyFans, mm -hmm. because trust me, there's there are ways to even get those videos free. Stop! Look, the world, <laughs> the the best thing in the world is the internet. Everything is free. Stop paying for things. Mm -hmm. I need people to start. Like there's certain Amazon. Yes, you can. You, but that that little uh, light that you want for your room. That costs nine ninety nine at Amazon. I guarantee you, there's a place in a way you can get it for a dollar ninety nine. Use the internet; it's amazing. It's It'll save you money. Stop spending excess money. OnlyFans should be broke. I get. I, I, it frustrates me that what's her name, Bad Baby, made like ten million dollars in a day. 
It pisses Wait. me off. Whoa, whoa, how much? I don't know. I don't. I I may be that number may be wrong. It may be a million, maybe ten million. But I know. I know it was definitely one million dollars. Her first day on OnlyFans, and and she ain't do nothing. Who is I, this? Bet the catch me outside. How about that? That that girl. She. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Hold oh, that. Hey, I'm telling you, Joe, bro. Like this. The, when I when I like the, all right. On my mama, on Dr. Phil my girl, Doctor Phil girl, bro. I'm telling you, she got, she had her OnlyFans. Hey, here, I, this is not a promotion either. All right, this is not a plug, but this is just common knowledge. She got, she had her OnlyFans when she turned 18 or whatever. She was able to create the first, and the first day she owed her thing, her subscriptions, she had over a million, uh, over she made over a million dollars in subscriptions within her first day. Oh my god. Like multiple, I'm pretty sure it was multiple millions of dollars. That like, little all, girl was built like a little boy. Who wanted to see that? Hey, hey, look here. I'm gonna tell you right now, brother. Um, sir, I don't know what happened. Uh, because you know, I am I'm not a pervert, but I know this. This this was a while ago, FYI, people. So don't judge me. I am not that guy. After I found out everything, I haven't seen anything. I saw her recently. She ain't no child. I don't know if she's 21 now or if she's 20 or if she's fucking 19. But she got grown ass breasts. They're massive. So she's grown. She is not a child. And but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. Don't say mm, like that. <laughs> that don't sound right. No, I'm just <laughs> you're right. You know, I'm, right. I was thinking like, oh, I don't no. know. Okay. But yeah, no, she grown. Yeah, but during that when you saw her, when you what you remember her. It was mm -hmm. a child. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, what the yeah. hell are we talking about? Like, it feels like it was just like a couple years ago. Yes, bro. That was a long, it was a long ass time ago. She's That's probably crazy. 21 years old, 22 something now. She was, I know she was messing with some rapper. I saw that, saw that on my, on my Snapchat the other day. So, anyways, long story short, yo, this whole OnlyFans thing is ridiculous. Like, bikini pics walking around having conversations with people the same stuff they were doing on snapchat on instagram on on tiktok like now you pay people are paying money for people who don't have real skills yeah, i'm she's sorry 20 years old and at the current time she has 16 million instagram followers she's pretty popular for Cash me outside. What is her OnlyFans numbers, bro? Her Instagram follows don't mean nothing. She doesn't. She barely posts on Instagram, for sure. Bro, I'm because I, I found so there was a. I was watching a documentary on Netflix a while ago. It was about social media, and this is like I think it was after, maybe it was during the time frame when she did her OnlyFans thing. But I know they had Ha Ha Davis. If you know who that guy is, mm -hmm. um. And a couple other like um I think his name is uh Mel Melvin, um he was on uh Snowfall he was Man Man on Snowfall, but Man Boy, on Snowfall but Man um, Boy, <laughs> yeah Man Boy he was Man Boy on Snowfall but he was also a snow social media come up guys guys that were on Vine you know what I'm saying King Batch all them, and it was just showing like 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 the workings of that and how much time and effort they put in like I mean it's always we all know how it is people lay the ground work the, I'm saying that on the ground floor they lay all this hard work and then when it becomes big they are trying to now 
transverse in the world to become something maybe more or in the same space because the space has 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 changed so much or has grown so much so now it's like it was instagram it was like snapchat instagram and then instagram was was, was monetized um hey. then snapchat became monetized now it became tiktok tiktok became the leader of it and it's the whole china thing and blah blah blah, blah and the controlling and well that's why the money uh but then it's like now facebook is monetized like twitter is monetized and there's and there's all this money that these creators are supposedly making, but they actually are through advertisements. But they're also making them through these, 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 these social media outlets. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's a so it's a whole market. But now it's like they're really creating this fake cre fake environment or this fake society. And it's almost like is this part of this matrix that they're trying to let us live in? As much as it's entertainment, where where is it end? And all these people who created it, like, how do they feel about it? Like, like I want to know, like, how does? Because they moved on to movies and stuff now, you know, trying right. to find their way into film. And it's like, yo, how do you feel about this space that y'all created, which y'all weren't y'all weren't getting crazy money from? You guys were getting like paid like 10, 10, 15, 20 grand to come do 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 talk out shows and stuff like that. So people so these kids would come to these sponsorships. Like that's how you guys were making your money. But y'all were living these crazy lifestyles in LA, dual renting freaking like mini houses for like, you know, twelve grand or six thousand more monthly mortgages for you guys living in this damn house. You know, I'm, I'm like how do you feel about this this the way the way it is now where these like Kai Sinet is making you know a hundred million dollars? I mean, I'm not counting it, count, counting his pockets, but the guy streams, hangs out with superstars. Like it seems like it's just a, a this crazy influx of money that wasn't there when the when social media and all these different platforms were created is there now. All these vets that you know pushed what are they like how are they benefiting from this at all how do they even feel about it and mm. then is it is it legit well i'll say this first to answer your question and looking it up she made 52 million off of OnlyFans, and that was like in the short time frame mm. people people said okay. no she didn't and then she showed the receipt showing the 52 million so <laughs> and she's you know she's 20 years old that's one um to if i had to give you my thought on the creator economy right now it's as much as they can report out how many people are making money the truth of the matter is it's not guaranteed and the people that are making like let's say 100 million or some people making 50 million or whatever because it's not guaranteed you're going to have a lot of click funnels associated with that in order for them to sustain and the, I, I do believe there's going to be a bubble to in the future either it's going to be all creator economy and none of like that a whole um what's the word legacy entertainment where you have all these streaming apps or whatever the case may be, it's either going to be 100% creator backed 
and that's where the money's going to be, or it's going to move off of that and they're going to cut off how much they're paying out. Let's say, for example, streaming. At first, for music, streaming, you know, you had to get the albums, do their CDs or whatever when they dropped, when mm-hmm. everything in Napster came. Then you had, like, I think Beats. I don't know if y'all remember that. Beats Music yes. or something like that. They had Dre, yeah, Beats by Dre Music or whatever. Yeah, and then man, Apple man. Music came, Spotify and all those. And even as you look at those different platforms, they pay differently depending on which platform you're on. So I think Tidal to this day pays the most. So if you yeah. get your stuff streamed on Tidal, you get paid out more. Other people get paid like, you know, for every thousand plays, you probably get three cent or something like that. And I think that with YouTube and whether it be Snapchat, Instagram, all of those things right there, the reason why they're paying these creators or these social media celebrities is to keep eyes and people like returning visitors to that platform. Absolutely. You know, yep. but once they figure out how to do that without the creator, because please believe they're trying to figure out how to cut costs too. Right. So, <laughs> so once they figure out how to do that, then they're going to cut the payout. It's only a matter of time. If, if the NBA right now didn't have, the players association, you wouldn't see these types of contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it matter of fact, if they didn't have a strong person to say, we going to strike y'all going to go broke without us. And then there's some backing behind it. It'd be accurate. You know what I mean? <laughs> you said it'd yeah. be accurate. No, it, but it's, it's a thing. It, it would be accurate. The same thing with the NFL mm-hmm. is the NFL didn't have strong players in the in in their NFPA, um, but the NBA did, and the NBA held to their strike. Yeah, I would say and even it, the NBA, they stood they stood together like they, there was like yeah. a brotherhood and leadership. Like, remember the strike when Jordan was playing? The, yeah. the NBA did not care, and they weren't backing down all the way in the negotiations until Jordan showed up. So if Jordan yeah. had that power, how come he didn't show up in the beginning? You know? Yep. Yep. Wasn't there. Right. <laughs> so, he's a come on, man. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, he was just like, Jordan has always, I mean, I think the way that the league was at the time, that he kind of looked at himself like, y'all owe me something, so I'm not doing anything unless it benefits me. He's protecting his interests, bro. He always yeah. protects his interests. He's always been that kind of person. And not in a negative way. You watch like documentaries and just kind of yeah. look at how he was I mean So great what parenting. I would say just building that on the like the whole entertainment creator economy, if they don't come together, like I'd hate for them to be like in competition with each other. Hopefully. I, I think some influencers like they're like in a group and kind of clicky. But if they don't all, if they're not all on the same page, when it's time, I'm telling you, when Google say, all right, look, we made enough money, it's time to cut these percentages down, then what's going to happen? Let me slide in here right quick. What's going on with the uh, Writers Guild and the Actors Association and all that stuff that's going on right now? 
They're on several strike. things. Several things, right? Mm -hmm. Creators don't have that. They don't have anything that's gonna that's gonna link them and strengthen them together. So you what you're gonna have is a whole bunch of individuals who are going to use the platforms which they're using to make money to now complain about the situation that these platforms are going to use. And it's not going to change anything because people are just going to tune in and create the same amount of wealth, listening to the same problems, hearing you, your, your, all, all that you are is somebody who talks about your life and you're complaining about that you are not going to make as much money talking about your life. And I'm going to listen to you talking about your life and I'm going to complain about you talking your life and I'm going to move on. And so, they have so the Google, right to update their terms and conditions. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that. And if you do that, you're not monetized. That video and is not monetized, you know, or whatever exactly. the case may be. Yeah. And every person that follows you doesn't care enough. And that's the re that that's the reality for a lot of people that really do, like content creators, like you unless you're 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 producing something that's truly valuable and different. You can you. You don't have you, you. You're just another copycat person who's just on here talking and showing mm -hmm. people your life. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, like I'm not trying to act like I'm something. I I'm not. I hope that I bring. I'm trying to find whatever different in this world that I can bring and share to people. I'm trying that. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. I know that every person that's, that will ever come on Midnight Madness is trying the same thing. Hopefully, but. In the end, if if it I'm I'm still somebody who's just out here trying to get people to listen to my life. And I can't get mad. And if I do get mad and all they hear is me getting mad and complaining about YouTube and TikTok isn't paying me enough for my videos and I'm trying to give you guys the best content, all you all you're gonna watch is just your life crumble because people don't get because their shit is they have real fucking lives, bruh. So no, like, and Google knows. I say Google. I keep saying Google. YouTube knows this. TikTok knows this. Instagram knows this. Every time one of you people step up and think that, you know, you're gonna change this, like, you you need a union, which is not gonna happen, but you need to really have people who are who have been. That's why I asked that question earlier. People who have been it, the pioneers of this. What do they actually care about this and how it is now? Cause I don't see, I mean, I see a few of them on there. I see some people trying to come back and create content on TikTok. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. I remember, oh boy. Oh shit, you on TikTok now. I'm like, he got, they got like 25K followers. I'm like, damn, bro. You, I saw you in a movie the other day. <laughs> Ain't no cap. Like, like you, you abandoned this space. Damn, I'm, I'm getting deep. You abandoned this space when it was transforming to what you thought was what you're supposed to do, which was the wrong thing for a lot of you. People who stayed in, in social media and, and kept growing their band, brands and didn't migrate to television and to movies and didn't, I mean, that's not a, that's not a bad risk either. If you had that quality and that skill set and you took the, and you, you honed your a craft and acting, I mean, you created a lane for yourself. I respect it. But anybody who just jumped over there and thought that, you know, that what you do behind a camera when people are around you on the street and you're making these skits is going to relate to 
film, you're sorely mistaken because I can tell you a lot of you. I can easily see it every time I see y'all in a movie or a TV show, and it's like, gosh, mm-hmm. every time. Something to it's think like, about for a much deeper conversation um, at a later time is what I believe happened and what I see happen is when you have success at some level, you're always thinking about the next level. And while you're doing that, you're trying to hurry up and get out of the level that you're in because mm-hmm. you feel like if you don't, you're going to miss your window. And I think what we're recognizing now with the change in times is TikTok, social media, being the content creator is that this is the window to, because of the strike and what's going on with the movies, Hollywood, yeah, it's going to pay you and you're going to be on the big screen, but you know, it's not really all that it seems to be. And you don't really have control as a content creator. You got control of the message that you put out there and what you do. So, uh, I mean, I think that's a challenge, right? And then as you're starting to continue to grow and become who you are, find your voice, you're also thinking in the back of your mind that, you know, this this could go away at any time, especially with something that's new. You think about TikTok was, not even TikTok, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, all of them, that was their time to be famous, right? But that's like, Internet famous, social media famous. What's the next level up? Hollywood. That's how it's been in our heads since we were young. You know, Hollywood is where you're a real star. But if if you can make fifty two million off <laughs> OnlyFans, shit, Will Smith wasn't doing that for Independence Day. You know? Nope. Yeah, facts. Damn, that's deep. I'm just saying, like, sometimes I believe, like I said, we can talk about it another time, but I do feel like sometimes we're always chasing in the back of our head, back of our mind. We're always thinking like, okay, you know, uh, this moment isn't going to last forever. As long as you put in the work, man, you know, the skills is what's going to make watching, you last forever. Uh, you know, I thought you, were, I thought you said that because we were about to cut quickly, but when, cause I wanted to jump in cause I heard somebody you got talking it. about. He was like, uh, he was talking about like every time that you know one of his employees be like, yo, we got this going on, and this is blah blah, and this is, and this this and this, this this report. Then we got this inspection. He was like, all right, good. And every time something, something bad was happening, something trying or stressful, he was like, all right, good. And his employee after a while was like, all right, know what you're gonna say? This is going on. I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say good. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, he's like everything that's trying in your life there's something good that comes out of it. Except for the time when something bad happens in your life and you die. And even then, some something good comes out. Somebody that's going to hear your story is going to learn. Something good's going to come out of it. So you can't, you can't think in the mindset is like you were talking about, you know, like, oh, that next, that next move. Like, learn. Learn from your journey because... Every failure, something good is going to come out of it, right? The longer it takes for your podcast, whoever, whoever, whoever needs to hear this, the longer it takes for your videos to pop, but the more you keep, you keep going, the more negative feedback you get, the good. You're learning from that. You're hearing. You're, you, can, you, you, can, you can change up. And I think that if that's the mindset moving forward for, for a lot of people, 
they start, they start thinking about it like that, um, I think, you know, you'll see the transformation within just folks being more confident and positive about what they're put out, like their creation, you know, and, and actually giving something. It may not meet 200 million people. It may only meet 2,000, but that 2,000 is going to mean more to you because if you're putting content, content out there, it's, I, I feel hopefully that you're doing it not for monetary reason, but because you feel like, hey, I got a voice and I think there are other people who have, who have a voice kind of like mine or they or just I want to share my voice with the world, period. And if something comes from that, you know, great, but I want to share this voice. And, then I, and if I get to meet people who have a like voice or contracting voice of so we're not contract. What the fuck am I looking for? Anyways, opposite voices. You know what I'm saying? I can learn contrast. from contrast. Yeah, contrast. I, hey, bro, I get that messed up all the time. I'm a, I'm an intelligent man in my mind. You are. You are. Contrast and contract. I don't know why. Anyways, long story short, I think that's what's important, man. I think you know. I'm with you, Wayne. I, I feel you. I think we're on the same page. Yeah, and, and and I'll I'll drop this last little piece on that. The most important thing we have to people in general, we have to redefine what success looks like. We've got an idea in our mind of what that looks like. So, I I you know, in in some of the larger conversations I have as a keynote or facilitator of whatever, people don't equate the garbage man who's got a consistent job, who's got a pension, who's got all of these things, got a house, family, everything's, everything is just fine. We don't look at that as successful. If there's not a specific dollar amount threshold that you're at, we don't consider that success. So we have to reverse engineer that in terms of what does success look like? It's not a number, but how do I live? How does my family live? How do I feel about how we're living? We ain't talking about like everybody hates Chris, how they were living, but how are we living as a family? Are, do we have what we need? Are we able to do what we want to do when we want to? Are we pinching pennies? Are we counting every dollar when we spend it? Because that's a different lifestyle. But if those things aren't on the forefront, then you're living a fantastic life. So when it comes to achieving certain levels of success, we have to start redefining what that looks like. And as, as we become more comfortable with that, then more people are going to become successful. When more people become successful, then it moves the bar. And I personally believe that is the challenge. We don't want, well, the wealthy folks out there don't want to move the bar down. They want to continue to move it up because if I can keep it to where only a few people are playing up here, then I'm the authority. But if the bar drops to somebody who's 10,000, 50,000, 100,000, a million dollars less than me, if they're able to speak comfortably like I'm speaking, then it changes my level of authority on what I can say and how people look at me. So Anybody listening, please, please, please take time to redefine what success looks like for you. And as you grow in your finance or stability or level of comfort, whatever it is, 
You can increase it, but don't try to compare yourself to Warren Buffett and Elon Musk and 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 uh, Bill Gates today. You don't need to do that, but just figure out where you are today, where you want to be tomorrow, and work towards that. And as you get, that's the level of success. That's what success looks like. So I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody listening. I love that, man. I love that. Playing. Yeah, I'm here. Quiet. I'm here. I'm not pissing you, again. You right, sure, so, man? You've been, you been real yeah. quiet, bro. Nah, man. I was just mute. thinking about. I was thinking about what you and Joe said, man. You know, ultimately the goal is to be. If you if you're thinking about improvement, you try to be one percent better every day. But with that, you know, like what what's your measuring stick or what's that bar that you are you putting yourself up there? Is that in your head or like did somebody else put that there? Just remember what you're trying to do and then take shots on goal. At the end of the day, that's all you can do is take the shots on goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Yeah. You got to shoot, man. got to just keep, keep trying to score. All right, man. So we're going to close it the same way that we opened it up. And um, we're going to go around real quick. And I just need to know from your opinion, yes or no, LeBron James takes steroids. I say, yeah. Yes. It's not that simple, gentlemen. Like, we ain't got much time, but I just want you to think about this. Looks can be deceiving. Everybody mm-hmm. thought that girl got hit with a brick and come to find out it could have been saline. So mm-hmm. LeBron James could have been doing something, you know what I'm saying, to make him built like a brick, but then it could just been saline that he was putting in his body just to make sure that he was lubricated. So Sounds some good. form of PEDs, huh? So I turned my camera off because I didn't want y'all to see my face when I said that. <laughs> so here, real quick, Dwayne, I want to say this. I want to show anybody listening. Go look up Chael Sonnen, C-H-A-E-L-S-O-N-N-E-N. Chael Sonnen is a mixed martial artist under the uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship banner. He talks about this. He is a snitch. He is the biggest snitch of all snitches. Chael Sonnen has been facts. He's been dropping. He's been (laughs) dropping who's doing PDs for years. Hey, if you did it, he knows. Yeah, because Chael, no, I could Chael doesn't, and he doesn't care. And he acknowledged that's why I respect what he says. Because he's like, man, he said, I was on steroids. So when I fought about against this person, I felt them. I'm like, oh, I know John Jones. steroids too. Yeah, John, John Jones. Jones. We talking about? He's oh, like, yeah. I felt him. I was like, oh, he's oh, yeah. definitely on steroids. Because <laughs> like, I'm yeah. on him. <laughs> it's like, and so, we got the same power. <laughs> And we got okay. yes. So he's like, listen I, to I know, what, I know what cocktail you had. Exactly. Now, now, hold on, listen hold on, to Chill talk about LeBron. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I we're definitely gonna do that. But hold on, I, I do have to say this, and then we can be done for sure. But you know, all the things that John Jones been caught with in his system, we know for sure that he's gonna try steroids for sure. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yes! John Jones tries everything, bro. Hold up. I'm going to say this. And and be, only because I, I was a practitioner for about seven, eight years of mixed martial arts. 
the one thing he probably has not tried is steroids. Cocaine? You crazy. Crack, John meth, tried steroids, mm-hmm. anabolic, her, or say HGH. John, John Jones loves it all. And I love him for it because you know what? He has a little bit of discipline still. All I was going to say is, is look, John Jones is a goat. He's a goat who did a lot of drugs. Yeah, can't disagree won't, with that. Yeah, won't argue with the drug thing. And I, and but I like can't I said, say that steroids wasn't one of. I would not. I would not be willing to put myself on a on a guillotine for that. But for purpose of this conversations, I don't think. <laughs> right, I don't think he ever did steroids, performance enhancers, HGG. I don't think he did that. I believe what John was searching for was beyond just the physical because he comes from a physically yeah. gifted family. Mm, yeah, true. them brothers that's been true. in the NFL. Yeah, they different. Yes. They dominate. They're different. They exactly. dominate. He comes from a physically gifted family. What he was chasing was the high. Are you right? Hold on real quick. Get bigger, I don't stronger. Want, I don't want to, I, because I, you put in that, that, that touch for child sonning. Go find John Jones talking about his brother Chandler's grip. John mm-hmm. has a super grip. He can move people around the cage. Yep. Let's listen to him talk about his brother and him try to move his brother. His brother just move him like he was easily. Done. That is scary. Mm-hmm. Nigga, jump your ass in the UFC. <laughs> Please. If you want to. If hey, you want to. Bro, I'm telling you right now, bro, I, lo- I used to like to fight. Dwayne, though. Not anymore. You started watching them. Everybody know that stuff now, bro. You go to a bar and see somebody with some cauliflower ear and talk shit if you want to. Try it if you want. <laughs> Try, hey, listen. fuck around and find out. Listen. You know, listen. The more you fuck listen. around, the more you gonna find out. <laughs> yep. I said that. That is the one thing. If you, because a lot of times you don't know. It's a lot of people who have trained and who have not developed yeah. the cauliflower ear. That's if true. If you see That's cauliflower true. ear and you try somebody. Uh, it's gonna be a bad you, night for you. You I better know. You better you know some jujitsu yourself, and lead in with a chokehold, arm bar, try to break everything they got. Because I'm telling you right now, if I see if if a dude with cauliflower ear grab my girl, like I'm looking for um, for the first opportunity where the door is, where I can find a bottle, where I can hit him, <laughs> move the bartender, the female next to me, a chair. Yeah. The entire state of Montgomery in between us, so I can get to the door and leave. Mm-hmm. Cause they different. Mm-hmm. Anybody that lets their ear look like that and walks around doesn't care about your life. I don't. Yep. I don't think you can t- control it, man. <laughs> once it does that, I don't think you can control it. Can you? What I'm. What I'm saying is, once it starts to get that way, and you continue going down that path, brother, you have Nothing given. You don't. You don't care. Yep. Uh, once that mouth yep. swallow, we might as well keep fighting. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Well, I'm saying right now, bro. Once my ear first fight UFC or like mixed martial arts, and my ear get a lump, I'm done. Like it's it's a couple of cats up in there now that you know you still got their ears normal. Mm-hmm. They like six, seven fights in. Congratulations. Hope they stay that way. A lot of them cats don't. No, man. I'm good, fam. 
That's yeah. that don't look cool. I'm sorry. Like, no disrespect to y'all boy. Y'all boys is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling y'all are y'all are y'all are real. I'm saying Jamie Foxx or whoever said it, they are real. They I've Listen. seen I've seen them boys firsthand. Three, four dudes right. handle them. When I tell you my first day starting training, the guy said, the best feeling is walking to any room knowing you can whoop at least 70% of the men in that room. But to have the discipline to not allow that to happen. Oh, you got got a good trainer, man. And listen, man, I had no fight experience prior, like trained in a gym for any specific discipline. I got this dude by like five inches. So more than likely, I got him by about 20, 30 pounds. And I'm like, wait a minute. Can this dude whoop me? Probably. That's when I learned. It was that day when I was like, okay, I need to get my kids in this. I need to get my wife trained yeah, up in something yeah. because there's a difference when you know for a fact I'm prepared for all situations, especially understanding most fights, 90% end up on the ground. And if I'm on ground. the ground with you, it's, it's a wrap. A wrap. It's I'm, trying I'm not people. even trying to punch or kick nobody. No. I'm pulling guard. I'm pulling you down on the ground yeah. on top of me. I'm and then you're going to have to deal with what happens next. Exactly. And how aggressive you are determines how bad this injury is going to be. Either I'm going to pop your shoulder out mm. or I'm going to pop your knee out or your mm. ankle out. Something's going to happen bad where you ain't okay and I can get up and walk away. Look here, man. First of all, I'm going to say what kind of evil ass person you to pop somebody's ankle and knee? Hey, Shoulder, yes. Get you up off of man. Shoulder, yes. Arm bar, break a elbow, break, break a, break a forearm, yes. Shoulder, yes. Nah, Choke him out, but knee, a knee and an ankle. You know when you, you can ankles don't repair like they say they do. It's that's true. like the one. That's the one body part, one area, bro. And that when, that, when just don't it never go back right. Shoulders don't you, either. I'm still struggling. Shit. Twenty years man, ago, I, boy, I, I can still slang a football fifty yards. Come on, man. Torn labrum, bicep. Oh, I, I, All I right, did. maybe not, maybe not yeah, fifty. I didn't want to do you a, like that, but I'm about a solid you. forty. About a solid, <laughs> about a solid forty-one. I can get it about a solid forty-one. Forty-one. <laughs> I can solid forty-one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, forty-one ain't that bad, bro. I'm 42. Forty-one is good. That's what I'm saying. Bro. I can still slang that thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't. I had to work up. Hey, you can't lose your right arm, bro. That's the weirdest thing in the world. I'm right hand. That'd be weird. Walking around here yeah. throwing left handed. No, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, well, man. All, all I'm saying is to know that I'm very comfortable. And the other thing is understanding weight classes. I'm even talking outside of my weight class. If it goes to the ground, it's probably a wrap. Hey, low key. That, it's what that's for. Hey, I want everybody, all the listeners that ever hear this podcast. That was Joe giving y'all a warning. Don't get too close to him when he out with his family. <laughs> <laughs> that was all that. And Joe, don't look here. You can try to lie and say, no, I'm just I'm just conversation. No, that was a warning. Like, hey, look here. <laughs> don't get it twisted, y'all. All right. If it goes to the ground. It's a wrap for you. All right. Okay. Nah, he's just okay. he's just confident in his training. I mean, no, as as he should be. But it's yeah. also a warning. When Joel is out with his family, don't be asking for autographs. 
<laughs> don't, be, don't be running up on him trying to try start conversation or, not, not, or negative conversation. And if you're looking for a viral moment, fuck around and find out. He's going to get you yeah. to the ground. He's going to lose an ankle and probably a knee. And then if he's feeling froggy, it may be a shoulder too. And he might choke you out. That's, that's a quadruple whammy. You don't want that. I'm telling you. Joe, you funny as shit. He's like, look at me. I'm gonna take out the shoulder. Yeah, I, I was about to try to I was about to try to stop you, but I was like, no, that's true. No, that's true too. <laughs> he said I'm going in order, bro. That's true too. <laughs> hey, you gotta you got you gotta neutralize the threat, man. All right. I'm yeah. surprised you wasn't a Marine, though. You gotta neutralize the threat, man. And that's really all it was. That's all you, I don't want to stand and try to punch with somebody that's 250. Nah, that's stupid. that's a that's bad crazy. idea for me. Sound dumb. Not doing it. So again, I'm think, pulling guard. I'm gonna grab you, and I'm dropping to the ground. And when you drop and you fall on top of him and you feel dominant, I'm gonna yeah. quickly shift position. I'm gonna get that head down to get that arm mm. underneath. We either mm. gonna triangle, and if you try night, to night. adjust and stand up and slam me, I'm grabbing that leg. Then I'm gonna night, switch night. it to a uma palada, and that Ooh. shoulder's gone. Hey, you see, he put knowledge uma palada. I thought he was about to say Una right, what, what training should I sign my son up for, man? Is it? I'm not. I gonna, we got a um, UFC Orlando here, but I mm -hmm. saw a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu that jiu -jitsu. I was really interested. Yeah, I was really interested in that. Jiu Jitsu, okay. said, bro. Jiu Jitsu. It's a combination of standard wrestling, and then also all the submissions you can want. And they do gi and no gi. Gi is when they actually got the like the karate gi, so the actual mm -hmm. uniform, so you can use the uniform to choke folks out. No mm -hmm. gi is where you actually got to use either, yeah. like I said, ankle, the knee, the, yeah. the the shoulder, the elbow for like an arm bar, um, or like the neck for any rear nakeds or uh, kimuras, no any type of chokes. No gi. So, yeah. No gi. <laughs> okay. Hey, look here. That gi shit. Nah, no gi, bro. Look here. Hey. We we don't have to, we don't have time to get in, to get into this, but I'm a, a firm believer that the end of this world is going to be like on some crazy apocalyptic. Like, you got to be able to use your hands. Use Facts. your hands, like use it. Like, I, I may not see it. Like, this may be 30, 50 years down the, down the road, a hundred years. I don't know, but. It ain't finna be beautiful and, and 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 all utopia. This world is getting crazier and crazier. It's about to destroy yes. itself at one, at some point in time. Yes. And when that happens, the people that are left, you better do some research, learn your history. That's why I was. I mean, I think God got me around for a reason. Learn your history, do some research, get a, get some hand to hand skills, whether it's whatever kind of training you got to do, and learn how to use a weapon, bro, from long range and from close range. Hands Thanks. down. And, and Brent, it sound what's up? Let me let me add this to what you're saying. Every world power that has ever existed. So this ain't just a America thing. This is every world power that's ever existed has fallen to this point. Every every single America world. just happens to be the next world power. Yeah. America is also going to fall at some point. When that happens, what does that look like for you and for yours? So I'm I'm right there with everything you yeah. said, one hundred percent. I support well, it. I agree. Well, I ain't gonna tell you anybody that know me, man. Not gonna lie, like I'm a firm believer in history repeats itself. 
Mm-hmm. It just it has to happen. It just happens to happen. Um, and and you can learn from it, and that can change your personal. But like it just it have it's a cycle. You know what I'm saying? Every empire has fallen to a certain to a certain level, and you can look at the United States as an empire. You can look at the fall. It can be on different. It may not be an entire destruction, but the fall is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. could be happening per se. Some people can argue for that now, but I mean, look, man, when 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 shit turn turn to ass ass, every mm-hmm. every person who had some type of skill set, you know, were the ones that were able to survive, find a way to survive. Those people, also, like I was talking about creators, people like no disrespect, like sexy red, that that rapper, that female, like she mad dumb, bro. Like, like I'll be hearing her talk, and I'm like, you sound stupid, you rap stupid, you look stupid. <laughs> like when 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 the shit go bad, bro, you you one of the first ones getting bounced out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you have like what is your skill set? Like, and people don't really think like that. And the people that follow that mentality, I'm like, bro, like. Doing hair when shit turn turn bad is not a skill set no more. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm like I'm not I'm not saying you gotta be able to. I'm not saying we're gonna go back to post apocalyptic. You know what I'm saying? Old patriarchy where women ain't worth shit. But like, yo, like, you know how to mend some something. Know how to load a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm sure sexy rat knows how to load a gun. Matter of fact, sexy if you ever see this shit, like if you want to get it busy, like don't if you come at me, I'm telling you right now, I'm hitting you in the face. Like I'm not, I'm not playing games with you strong ass females. No, it's midnight madness, bro. Fuck that, man. I don't, I don't believe in dudes getting knocked out by girls, bro. And I don't mean it in a, in a sexist way. Like there are women in the world that are stronger than me that can physically probably move me around. I ain't two, I ain't two hundred pounds no more. At the same time. I'm not gonna put myself in a situation, but if a girl come near me and she doing that stuff and I can't retreat, I mean, I, I gotta, I got I, I gotta win that. Just like anybody. Neck. No, yeah, I can't catch no L's, bro. I, I'll do the social media backlash. Y'all can crucify me, cancel me all you want, but I'm telling you right now, I, I'm not gonna be that dude getting his ass drugged by no female on TV. Man, you got me fucked up, bro. Who I look clearly, like? clearly, I got to go look up. Uh, what's her name? Sexy Red, bro. I she got a song called Sexy Red. or something like that. I was watching um Hard Knocks and they was talking about, oh, but that's Sexy Red. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then I saw what? this shit. Hold on, bro. I'm about to do it bro, right now. No cap, bro. I was like, what the hell? I mean, the song, the beat was nice and a little fire. I ain't gonna lie, the beat go hard. And you know what I'm saying? The chorus, if it was like, <clears throat> no, nah, I can't even say the chorus is fire. I'm look, man. This generation different than me. I ain't trying to act like I understand it. Oh, my mama, I ain't trying to even be mad about it. But the song may, I mean, I, I, it may come on. I ain't going to turn it off per se. But once you see her and you hear her talk and she walk into like a middle school or something like that and she played this nasty ass song and walked in and just flicked off the camera when she walked into the middle school. And I was like, Yo, I slapped shit out of you if I was a parent. Like you got me fucked up. My child ain't walking into this shit. And I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the mentality. It's like, bro, like I'm like what like as a if 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 you live in a life and you are an adult and you choose to maintain the shitty ass life that you were forced to live, 
That's on you. Don't expose my fucking kids to that bullshit. And don't tell me that's being real. It's not being real. It's you being a fucking nasty, thought-ass, rapping plug that the industry threw out there to make people dumber. And now they got you at middle schools walking in there or high schools walking in, flicking your finger off, singing this stupid-ass song. So is this ugly at bro? I is the the girl that look like Young Dolph. I was about AKA to ask, Russell. is this a transgender? And see, 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 see. I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't going because I ain't trying to get popped. Where's she from anyway? She better be from Atlanta. I didn't even read that. I was just, I I searched the name and then yeah, the yeah, oh dead ass, bro. I thought that was Young Dolph for me. I'm like this nigga ain't dead. I thought that was Dolph with a wig, man. Hey, bro, if that shit don't go viral, I don't know what will. Oh, man. Yo, bro, rest in peace, too. That's my nigga, no, no lie. I played, yo, I got a Dolph playlist on Spotify that I play every single day. When I say every single day, no lie. She look every. like every Bro, she look like Young Dolph. Young Dolph mixed with Young Thug. If Thug wasn't Oof. locked up, if Thug wasn't locked up, I would say that nigga snuck out of jail and put on a fucking red wig and been out here making hits. Oh, I'm telling God. you, bro, she mad cat. And I, I I know I ain't the finest nigga in the world, but fuck, man. The motherfucker say I'm ugly and sexy, right? <laughs> Kiss my ass, bro. <laughs> got me super fucked up on that one, bro. That that is a handsome girl. That I Man, that girl at. ain't handsome. That girl fugly as fuck. What you talking about? <laughs> if that girl was a man, she would get no pussy. <laughs> like guaranteed. That mother ugly as that big right. ass. Red. I wonder what her hair really look like. Cause I know that's a red ass wig. I bet she bald headed in the motherfucker too. Yeah, that that was rough to look at. I bro. didn't know who that was. I do now. And man, she trash. Thoroughly bro. unimpressed. I got motherfuckers singing her shit like, hey, them, oh my gosh, bro. I got a video. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You said you got people singing her song? Bro, dead ass. I mean, what, are, are you, are you, bro, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got grown, in there? I got grown, I got grown ass black women that, I, that I'm cool with that sing her shit. I got a whole bunch of little, I ain't going to call them thotty white girls because I, I respect a lot of them. And I, actually, I don't think they thought so much. I think I used to, but this is young, young entrepreneurs. But no, they're young, they young and they live in their life. They in their, they in their late 20s, you know what I'm saying, early 20s. <laughs> that don't mean they ain't, they ain't some I ain't going to call, all right, one, of them, one of them is definitely a thought. The other two, they I think one of them in relationship now, the other one's trying, she's, She's trying to get her bag, so I'm respecting her shit. Cause she definitely probably gonna see this shit. Cause I'm posting this TikTok and she follow me. So, um, but her ass, like they be singing that stupid ass shit. I just be like, man, y'all better than that. I get that's king. That motherfucker, but that song, bro, she's so whack. I just don't understand like how these motherfuckers like. It's like Glow Glorilla. I used to like Glorilla. She's talking about like, yeah. Matter of fact, Sexy Red came out and said she got an STD and she's proud of it. Bro, hey, let's let's go ahead and close this one out.
Yeah, that is nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's too much, man. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you close it out, bro. Go ahead, run with it. Sometimes I wish Sexy Red was the one that got hit with the brick. <laughs> and that's a wrap for another episode of Midnight Madness. We hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. Absolutely. Remember, this podcast is for you, and your thoughts and ideas are what make it special. Before we sign off, we have a small request for you, our amazing listeners. If you found value in tonight's discussion, if it resonated with you, if it made you laugh or think, please consider subscribing to Midnight Madness. That's right. By hitting the subscribe button, you'll never miss an episode. And we got some incredible conversations lined up, and we want you to be a part of them. And don't forget to hit the like button, share this podcast with your friends and loved ones, and leave a comment. The feedback means the world to us. Your comments, your thoughts, and your ideas are what keep the conversation going. We're always eager to hear from you. So until next time, thank you for joining us in the madness, for speaking your truth, and for being part of this incredible community. Keep the thoughts flowing, those conversations going, and those ideas growing. Stay unfiltered, stay real, and most importantly, stay you. We'll catch you on the next episode.